1928. He sold us right before he married that fancy lady from England, then bought us back the next spring. Will placed his hand on his grandfather's shoulder, filled his lungs with the stale jail air, then managed to smile. Pappy, no need to go that far back. Miss Parmalee didn't come all this way to hear our family history. The old man leaned back and stared across the metal table at the woman, then looked up. Son, if I don't start at the beginning, then how's Missy here going to know why that cracker had to die? Stepping around the table, Will bent close to his grandfather's ear and hunted for the balance between loud enough for the old ears and soft enough that his words wouldn't carry outside the small interrogation room. Pappy, please, don't use that word. You know these guards are all white. So? I'm half white. And you? You're so pale-skinned if everyone in six counties didn't already knows you and I was kin, you could pass for a bunny's cottontail. He grinned at the lady lawyer. Anyways, you tell me, ma'am. Want to hear the whole truth? Or my grandson's shorter version? No, sir. I want to hear it all. She gifted him with a beautiful smile. You start wherever you need to. Isn't that something? Getting called sir by a pretty white gal. A smart lawyer to boot. All wrapped up in one nice package. He winked. Well, then, she was named after a beautiful, fragrant flower. He closed his eyes and sucked in a deep breath. The wagon hit a rut and knocked Jasmine off her seat. The heavy manacle bit into her wrists. She hated chains, hated the leather strap around her ankle just as much, hated them all to blue blazes. Uncle Tom, if I promise not to run, could you unlock me? The old man snickered. I sure ain't your uncle, gal. And my name be Thomas, not Tom. You smart as you think you is. Best be learning yourself some manners. Just two more cricks and we be home. I tell you true, little gal. Run this time and it'll be more than a whipping you be in for. A whipping? Jasmine would not call what she got a whipping. More like being beat half to death. But still, she'd almost made it. Best week ever, too. Seven whole days of being free. Didn't matter what they did, she'd run again first chance. Being someone's nigger was no life. Better off dead than a slave. A pungent aroma akin to lye soap mixed with a sweet rose-tinted toilet water rode the breeze. She'd about decided it blew off from her driver. He didn't stink like most black men. She studied him. Wasn't really that old, either but his spunk had definitely been beat out. He perpetually slumped, showing nothing but submission. Still, she had to ask. You ever run, Thomas? No, ma'am. Ain't never. Not even when I's young. No, sir. Thomas too smart for de likes. He glanced over and grinned. Now, some sweet day, I figures on being free for sure. Maybe not here on this side, he shrugged. Maybe so. You thinks that? Really? He gazed ahead as though seeing more than the dusty road. Good book says be happy. Slave or free, rich or poor. If you's a slave, be a good'un. 
Not me. I'll never be happy long as I'm owned by nobody. Not good, neither. Why would I? What do you get but another beaten or getting sold? Oh, little gal, my reward'll be just like poor old Lazarus. He had it way worse than me right up till dem angels come and carried him straight into Abraham's bosom. And dat rich man? Sure he had it all fine here on this old earth, but... The old man laughed. All he wanted to end was what old Lazarus had. She slapped his arm. I know you do not believe all that. Show sure enough I do. Rich man couldn't even get one drop of water to cool his tongue. Why do you? It's all just nonsense. Nothing but white man's religion. No, ma'am. Jesus weren't white. 